Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode of the Balance Chaos Podcast. We're excited to have you. Before we jump in, we wanted to remind you that we have a retreat coming up. Yeah, so our retreat is coming up in Sedona in October. It's the 15th through the 17th. Um, we just have a couple spots left, so... If you're on the fence and have been thinking about it, now's the time. It's going to be amazing. We've been doing a lot of planning, and um, we just really want to bring such a cool experience to everyone who's coming, and I just know it's going to be great. It is. I'm so excited about who we have signed up already, and it's going to be like such a nice little community. So let us know. Yes. And also, if you're not ready to commit to hang out with us for a few days, <laughs> we are doing a sip and stretch in the park again, bringing it back now that it's a little cooler. So that'll be this Saturday, which is the 25th yes. of September um, at 6 p.m. Uh, 5 p.m. At 5 p.m. I thought it would be dark at 6. It will. Okay. Oh. So <laughs> 5 it's 5 p.m., guys. Um, and that includes your drink. So we're going to have wine so you can sip and stretch. You're welcome to bring your own drink if you want something else uh but it's a really fun experience we do some chakra balancing the yoga obviously the wine and a sound bath at the end yeah so it's a it's a really like beautiful hour and plus but yeah so message us if you'd like to join that and we'll see you there yeah now that this ad is done um, (laughs) (laughs) jumping in (laughs) yeah so today we wanted to talk about something that we both really like obviously because we work in it but um the different types of psychic energy or intuitive energy yeah so we just thought you know let's let's bring it back let's take a second to really differentiate different psychic intuitive abilities and give you a chance to think about what you might have that you don't even know, and also some ways to practice um, sharpening it. I guess. Yeah, sharpen, tuning <laughs> into your own subtle intuitive capabilities. Yeah, because I feel like we all have them. I mean, they're innate to humans, but most of us, as we grow, learn to tune them out. Yeah, and I think that that's it, you know, if you're listening to this, you probably are curious about that and wonder if you have anything, or maybe we've told you you're intuitive, and it's like, what do you do with that? And it is something that everyone can can access. And yeah. I think there's certain things that are more um, prevalent than others in different types of people. And I think if you just listen to a lot of spirituality and you think, I think most people think like everything comes in visions, like we're seeing stuff all the time and it's not necessarily like that. And there might be things that you're, you do that you don't realize are actually your intuition. Yeah, definitely. Speaking. Yeah, so, I mean, what she just said is people who think that people see visions or pictures all the time, that is clairvoyance. And I feel like that's the most commonly known one or, like, yes. widely accepted. It's like, you go to a psychic and you expect them to see your your future, right? Yeah. Um, but that's not, most people don't have that one. Yeah, like, that. I feel like that's kind of, it's either one that you have from the get-go and you're like, whoa, this is really crazy. And, or it's something that comes later when you've been practicing and, you know, tuning into your intuition for a long time. Right. And so that's clairvoyance, which is clear vision. So like being able to close your eyes and picture a rose and then picture, you know, peeling back the petals. Petals. Thank you. How did you, I like was like really stuck there. I was like, <laughs> why did I go with a rose? <laughs> Um, (laughs) but that's going to be clairvoyance or being able to envision something and then it coming to fruition. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, you know, visions that are happening, seeing different things and then they come to play later. 
then you know that you have clairvoyance. And it is one of those that's kind of like in your face. Like yeah. you can't really discount it where I feel like some of the other ones you're like, well, maybe that just was this. Yeah. Or, maybe I imagine that. Yeah. That one's like, whoa, that was kind of crazy. And now it's happening. So it is more widely accepted. It's what is portrayed a lot in movies. And it's just the one that people think of. Like if you're psychic, you're clairvoyant. Right. I do think, though, a lot of people are clairvoyant in their dreams. Like, you'll dream about something, you'll see a vivid picture, and then it'll come to fruition, and that's always exciting. That's, like, cool. it's cool. Um, Also a little freaky, but... (laughs) um, So I think that's usually where it starts. It's more like during your sleeping life than your walking life, because, you know, your conscious mind doesn't get in the way and block you from it. Right, you're in, like, a different brain state, and then you can be there. Yeah, absolutely. So then the next one would be clairaudience. Go ahead. Yeah, well, clairaudience is um, like clear hearing. So this is hearing things or you, like uh, this happens to me and sometimes it'll be just with me personally. Like if I'm in a very relaxed state, I'll hear um, a voice or a little word or if I have a question, there'll be like a pop in my ear. Like sometimes it's a voice, but sometimes it's actually just like a pop. Or like a sound. A sound, yeah. So if there's things that happen that you hear a sound every once in a while, pay attention to like when that's happening. Like, why is this happening in this way? Once I realized that that's what was happening, if you get ringing in your ears a lot, like you probably have some sort of clear audience. Also, maybe you're like me and have been around a lot of loud sounds. (laughs) So, (laughs) Well, a lot of times that's what makes it come through, I think. And I think people often think like, I'm just paranoid or I just have ringing ears. But pay attention, like you said, to when the ringing happens. Is it happening when you're in a state of like, like in your creativity and in your ideas and that's your guides pushing you to move Mm -hmm. forward with it? Mm -hmm. Or are you being really negative and they're trying to switch you off that path? Yeah. So I noticed, like, I guess when I started going on this path, I kept getting this like pop and it would almost sound like I was underwater, like my ear was clogged. And it was usually when I was thinking about something or questioning it. So then I started playing around with it. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, let's try this. Like, should I do should I do this? Like asking a very clear question and then like noticing if I would have the pop or even saying like, let my ear pop if I should. If it's a yes. Yeah. If it's a yes. And then it would happen. And I remember one time getting a massage and kind of playing around with that. And it was so very clear that there was no denying it. And then occasionally I'll hear like more of a voice or uh, the other day I heard somebody else's thoughts. So that was, that was weird too. But (laughs) you know, so when you start doing like tuning into these things, then they become a little bit stronger. But it's just paying attention to the subtleties that allows you to open up for more. Right. And don't be hard on yourself because I think so many times we start paying attention to the subtleties and we talk ourselves out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I just imagine that or I, I just really want it to be that. Yeah. And I think for a long time I had ringing in my ears and I would be like, oh, this is terrible. Like, why is this happening? And it's funny, I don't hear it in the same way anymore. It's not gone. And I don't feel like it's just because I've gotten used to it. I feel like I'm in a different place. And so it's not as prevalent because it's not pushing me towards something else. It's not like begging you to notice it. Yeah. Which a lot of times that, I mean, going back to clairvoyance, when I was seeing, you know, I see stuff sometimes. (laughs) Well, like spirits. And so when I was seeing a very heavy spirit, that was, it's got my, one of my spirit guides presenting itself to me to get me in this direction of what I was supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. It was scary, but it's because I was unwilling to look at it. Yeah. As soon as I was like, okay, I'm going to, to train in energy work and I'm going to learn, it went away. And so then I didn't need to see it in that way anymore. So same totally. thing with your ear stuff. Like, mm-hmm. it needed to bother you to get your attention. Yeah. Yeah. So Great way to 
The next one is clairsentience, which is clear feeling. So we were talking about this one before because there's another one that's kind of similar. Um, But the clear feeling is almost like understanding someone's emotions before they tell you. Yeah. Like Like I'm sitting next to Kristen and I can feel that she's really excited about something today. (laughs) Or that's not real. You're not excited. No, I'm (laughs) just I'm so excited. (laughs) But it's like being able to tune in and feel that emotion that they have or being able to walk in a room. And like a lot of us can walk in a room and feel the energy of the room. Like, oh, there was just a fight in here. Yes. Yeah. So when like I, as soon as you said this, I was thinking about you're sitting by yourself in a space and someone comes in and you're like, oh, like they're happy. Like they're making me happy because they're here. Or like, ooh, they're down and they're making me feel a little sad like it's kind of you're picking up on their feelings and their energy so it's just that that um that feeling yeah of what's like happening anytime you felt like oh I love being around this person they have good energy that's clear sentience like you're tuning in to how they make you feel if you leave feeling uplifted mm-hmm. or the opposite <laughs> it's because you're tuning into the emotion of the room or person you're around and I think this is one that a lot of people do have and maybe don't think about it as that. Like, they're like, well, of course I knew that they were sad. They told me that this happened. But did you know before they told you that? Or is it because they said it to you? Because I think it goes back to that rational mind, and we're like, oh, no, I didn't feel that. It's because she told me. But if you really pay attention to when someone walks in the room, do you feel what they're feeling? And you'll notice it more with people that you're more connected with because you're already tuned into their energy. Um and like I can tell when Halstein's having a bad day as soon as I walk in the door. Like right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Put your I, bad day face on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I can tell when he's like super happy and light. And same with the kids, but because I'm already like feeling more- or absorbing the information of the room or the mm-hmm. energy of the room, I guess yes. would be the information. Yes. But it is. <sighs> I had like a thought for this, and it just went away. <laughs> I feel as though this is making you a little worried. <laughs> <laughs> but it is like like tuning into that. I'm trying to make it work okay. now, and I can't think it's of it. It's tuning into the subtleties and noticing when, when you're picking up on it so that you can pay attention to it more. So we're going to challenge you to that. Like Next time you're walking into a room or a home or a place, you can feel it a lot in people's houses, too, I feel like. I got my thought back. Okay, go for it. Good job, though, really picking that up. No problem. Um, That's what I'm here for. (laughs) Empaths. So we we talked to a lot of empaths. If you don't know what that is, an empath, I think it's like more of a widely used term now, almost like narcissist. We just throw it around. Yes. But what an empath actually is, is somebody, it's somebody who's clairsentient. Yes. They pick up on emotions and feelings and absorb them. So we get a lot of clients who are like, I'm just super sensitive and I feel like I'm always absorbing everybody else's energy. I'm always taking it on. Yeah. You can protect yourself from this, but if that's how you feel, then you are clairsentient. And so it is deeper than just knowing that somebody's sad. It's you being able to be next to them and then all of a sudden you feel sad. Yeah. Because you felt their sadness and their energy. Or like being able to sit in a room and hear about like, let's just, I don't know why this example comes in, but reading a book about the Holocaust and feeling the trauma as it's happening, Mm -hmm. not just being like, oh, that sucks that that happened to those people, but feeling it in your body. Yes. Um, that was great. I'm glad well, you got back there. It's because I read a book about the Holocaust and then I had nightmares for me. <laughs> like I felt like I was in it. Um, but oh, yeah, it's part of being an empath. So again, what an empath is, is just somebody who is sensitive to energy, can feel the energy of others and emotions, and they tend to absorb them. Yeah. Like really taking it in. It's not just 
like you hear it and then you walk away and it's gone. It's right. Like, it's stuck with you a little bit unless you learn well, how to. Like I can't watch a loud movie. Yeah. Because it feels like I'm in the chaos or the trauma. Totally. And even though it's just on the screen and like people have said to me like, well, can't you just separate it? It's just a movie. And I'm like, my body physically cannot. No, same. Like there's, <laughs> there's like movies that will be like, let's watch this. And I'm like, I just can't. Mm-mm. I just can't. Cause I'm going to feel it all. And then I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to feel terrible. Right. Exactly. And it'll stay with me for a few days. Like I can't believe that happened. <laughs> for you, it was just a movie, but for <laughs> us, it was a lifetime experience. Okay. Um, but I think a lot of empaths feel this way yes. and they don't realize because it's like most of us just want to go through life normally. So we're watching these movies with our kids or our husband or our wife and we're having these experiences and we're like, I don't know why I feel so depressed or heavy, but it's because we're absorbing right. not only our own emotion, but all the emotions around us. Mm-hmm. So you have to be aware of clearing it out too and being yes. able to separate. Like if I watch a sad movie and I feel really sad, I need to remind myself like this isn't mine. Yeah. And like asking and praying for it to be to cleanse. Yeah. Like I like to use the mantra, what's mine is mine, what's yours is yours. I release all energy that's not mine from my vibration. Yes. And you can write that down. You can take that one more time. What's mine is mine. What's yours is yours. I release all energy that's not mine from my vibration. Um, the Epsom salt baths help with that as yes. well. Like if you've had a day where you've gone to a concert or <laughs> a lot has gone on at work and you know you've absorbed everybody else's energy, that jumping in the ocean or an Epsom salt bath cleanses the aura of other people's stuff. And even I was talking to somebody about this because they were like, oh, I don't have a bathtub. If you have salts and you you can wash your hand with this wash your hands with salts as well it's not quite as much as taking a bath in it but salt is very like it pulls out yeah well you could do like a salt scrub Mm -hmm. before the shower too like there's ways to get around it or if you you know jump in a pool like the intention's the same you're immersing your body in water and it's cleansing your aura cleansing it out um, but yeah, that's for our empaths out there. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't, I hope you do now. Yes. <laughs> you're like, oh wait, that's it might explain a lot. Well, it might explain why you don't like crowds. It might yeah. explain why you're uncomfortable around people who you know you don't like. It's because you feel it so much stronger. Yeah. And like that's okay. I feel like some people feel like they want to run away from that. And I think it's just being aware of it and knowing how to take care of yourself. Yeah, I do feel like a lot of empaths tend to um self-soothe through either alcohol or like weed yeah um Devin doesn't like when I say weed excuse me cannabis um (laughs) but like if you feel like you need a substance all the time to be around groups of people or people you're probably an empath and you admitting that you're an empath and learning how to guard yourself is going to protect you more than because the alcohol or weed is moving your energy outside of your body and making you feel worse I did it for a long time not weed mom uh wine Uh, (laughs) not cannabis yeah not cannabis (laughs) But when I was apologizing to my mom, I I wanted to say weed. (laughs) Marijuana tablets. Not that, mom. Just kidding. (laughs) No, but I mean, and the thing about doing that kind of stuff to numb is it actually, if you are an empath, you're going to feel like you're going to feel the stuff still and it's actually just piling on. And worse later, because if it moves the energy outside of your body, that energy is then going to come back in tenfold. And so then that's why you need more wine now to feel comfortable or more cannabis or (laughs) whatever your substance of choice has been. (laughs) Yes. Um, So yeah, it would be a good thing to learn, get in touch with it, get comfortable with it, learn how to cleanse yourself and protect yourself, Yeah. learn the boundaries, and then life feels a lot more comfortable. Absolutely. 
And the ground is always great too. Like if I'm not somewhere where I can take a bath or do this, you stop, I just, drop, and roll. No. Yeah, I just get on the ground, <laughs> I roll around. But no, I like imagine things coming out of my hands and feet. I just try to. Yeah. Like, no, that's really. I was just kidding. Sorry. I don't know why I made a joke out of that because it was really valid information. <laughs> listen, listen to me, not to Brooke. <laughs> but no, like if you're in a crowd of people and you feel like you're getting too much, like. And when I have shoes on, I feel like it's harder for it to come out of my feet. So I'll like put my hand like it's down, palm down, and just imagine things pouring out of my palms. And that I think that's a good one. Well, and you have to remember like the earth, like she's talking about, especially if it's on grass, has minerals and things that Mm -hmm. help. Basically, there's a negative charge that goes with our positive ions. And it grounds you. Okay. Science. Yes. Woo. Science. Oh. It was good. I was a physics major. That was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was just going to say, like, it's like when you, you know, eat a peach and then you put the pit in the ground and the tree grows. But I like your ions. Oh, that was a really good <laughs> example. Trans- transmuting. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Uh, moving, moving forward. <laughs> okay. Claire Cognizant. Clear cognizance. So this is clear knowing. So this is the one that's sometimes can be hard to differentiate between the feeling and the knowing. But now that you have identified that that's more of an empath, I think that makes it a little more clear. Yeah. So I, well, I guess, uh, yeah. (laughs) Well, clear knowing isn't like just that you're just sure that you feel it. No. Um, (laughs) Clear knowing is more like, I know Kristen's having a hard day, but I can't explain to you why I know it. And I need yes. to call her and tell her. Not that yes. I feel her emotion, right. but that I just know that she's had a hard day. Right. Or this is very weird, but I had this the other day. So I was, M- Mount Charleston was on my brain heavy. I did this meditation. I didn't know why though. And so I text <laughs> Devin, he was at work and I was like, uh, we need to buy property in Mount Charleston. I need to move there. And I totally misread it the next day, the lodge burned down. <laughs> but, which was like so sad. RIP yeah, Mount Charleston I know, Lodge. I'm really sad about that. But I had this knowing there was something with Mount Charleston, but I thought it was that I was supposed to buy real estate there. But I couldn't explain why I knew it. And so the next day when it burned down, it hit me even harder because I was like, I was just staring at everything in Mount Charleston. <laughs> like, I love it there. <laughs> um, and so I just knew something was going to happen. Obviously, my uh, antenna was a little bit off, but. <laughs> I didn't know why I knew. Does that? Yeah, that, I think that that's a great example. One, because it's so valid and right now, but also that your antenna was off, I think is important for people to know too, because sometimes you know that something's going on with something, but you might not know exactly what, what it, it is. is. Yeah. So and just, that doesn't mean that you're wrong. Right. And so just so you guys know, if you ever go to an energy healer, a psychic, anybody who's in this realm or mm-hmm. industry... Psychic energy isn't just like, oh my God, they know everything and they're going to tell me my whole future. Most of the time it's cloudy and they're just kind of putting together what makes sense. Yeah. It's like connecting the dots. Yeah. It's like, okay, I can see Mount Charleston, you know, and like people like to ask very specific questions. Like, am I going to move on July 31st to New York City? It's like, you're like, I don't know. Do you want to? Um, <laughs> you have free will. <laughs> now, for me, I can get a vision of like, you're happy somewhere and it feels like New York. Then I'll feel it in my body. It feels like New York City. Okay. I can say that. Or I can be like, I see lots of green and it feels cold. Okay, Colorado. But it's not as specific as a lot of people, I think, yes. misperceive. Yeah, I think we crave specifics just because of that. We're rational human beings. Yeah. We're like, okay, like you're good at this now. So tell me exactly what I need to do. But it's really, it's like knowing that 
okay, this will work and this feels like this, but it's not. Yeah. Oh, I actually have another good example of this that I like. So hi, Casey, if you're listening to this. (laughs) So one of my best friends that I've grown up with, um, she had a session with me. I don't think she minds me sharing, but, and if she does, it's too late. I've already started talking (laughs) and I said her name. Shoot. Um, just kidding. Um, (laughs) but, uh, we were having a session and I was telling her like, Oh, I see you meeting somebody like, and I feel your partner. I see you guys talking like outside. And she was like a, a director of like a pool on the strip. Okay. And so she, I was she like, I see there. you like talking to him outside. I was like, I don't know if it's a guest at the pool, like, but you're going to meet somebody and like your next four months is going to be very different. Turns out. So she didn't meet him outside. So she met a guy that she's with now and they're doing really well. So shout out to them. Congrats. Um, <laughs> But the guy had told her, so he went to visit her at her job one day. Okay. And then now in hindsight that they're together, like he told her mom, like, I knew I was falling in love or I was going to be with her um, that day at the pool. Oh. So, so I saw like, it. I saw, saw them the, falling in you love. You saw them falling in love, but it wasn't their actual, like, meeting, meeting. time. Yes. Oh. So, yeah. So, it, like, it all came together and I was like, okay, that's good clarity for me, like, yeah. to see because... I like working on my friends a bit or like people that I see regularly because then I get to see how things come to fruition. A lot yes. of times like people leave me yeah, like, like that. Bye. I hope, I hope that I, <laughs> hope that was accurate. No. <laughs> like I know I'm pretty on at this point. Yes. Like, yes. But it's just funny to see that it's not always like, you know, and she could have perceived that as like you said I would beat somebody outside and I didn't. You were yeah, wrong. Yeah, exactly. Like or she meets this guy and she has a connection and is like, well, but she said there was going to be somebody outside. So maybe it's not this guy. Right. You know, like I, I think that that's important to well, know. That is like in any reading you get from anyone, us or somebody else, energy can always change. And I love yes. to give this example because I do feel like we block it sometimes. So if you go to a healer or whatever it is that you call them and they tell you something that you don't like, you have the power to shift it. And right. my example for this is always divorce. People want to come in and are like, Am I going to get a divorce? I won't tell people that because if I say you're going to get a divorce in three years, you will either decide like she's wrong, I hate her, and I'm going to go home and do whatever it takes to make this marriage work. Right. Or why would I wait three years? I'm going to go home and get divorced now. Yeah. And so you can shift that. So it's easy to say a psychic or a healer is wrong mm-hmm. when you're, you know, you can manipulate energy, but it's also, it's going to persuade. So I don't like to give, like if somebody's asked me a question like that, I'm always like, well, how do you feel? Do you want to divorce? Like right. feel it in your gut. I'm not here to tell you what to do with exactly. your life. Well, and yeah, it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to tell you for getting divorced. No, but it, it is like, I think it's good to know too. Cause I think one of the things that people get afraid of when they're getting a reading is like, is she going to tell me something bad? Oh, that I don't want to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that, also, like knowing that energy can change is kind of good. Like, yeah. good. Like, just because you're, I mean, all of our decisions and the way that we're moving, there's certain things that, yeah, you're probably going to have to go through something at some point that's hard. But if you're living with your, in your truth and you're staying on your path, like, life is going to be a little bit easier. And if you come in and, are, and, you know, we're telling you something that feels negative, like, it, like maybe make some changes. Yeah. And that might be the time to do it. It's funny. Cause I like to get readings whenever I go out of town. Mm-hmm. And so I've been that person, like where I've had a reading, like <laughs> I went to this lady, she was actually great. She's actually who told me I was going to meet Devin, but at the time I didn't want to give her credit for being great. So she wasn't great in her time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but now she's awesome. Now a year and a half later, I think she's the best. No, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, she had said in this session, she was like, are you a life coach too? And I was like, yeah. I was like, but I do energy healing, energy reading. I consider it all the same. Like I'm giving my clients, 
I'm balancing their energy, but I'm giving them coaching feedback, like throughout the, the yeah. whole thing. Mm-hmm. So she was like, well, I see you stepping more into a coaching role. And I was like, so irritated with her. I was like, easy. I'm already doing that. Like, are yeah, you not I'm listening in to me? the role? Like, I was like, like, okay, good. Like, are you just trying to fill time? Because that's weird. And then, <laughs> but I would like to give her credit because now I'm doing my online programs, which are coaching. She's in more and of they're a coaching role. role. <laughs> like, it's not just all one-on-ones. And I'm like, oh, shoot, she was right. And I was very resistant in my head. Yeah. But I didn't see it coming in this way until one day I got this idea that was probably her idea that she planted in my head, but it was a great idea when it was my idea. And I was like, I'm going to coach online. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm going to be more of a coach now. I'm going to step into that. I don't know where this idea came from. My original thought. <laughs> no, but that, I mean... Yeah, it's funny. It's funny how we will be resistant to things because... We don't see how it fits right now. Yeah. But it doesn't mean the energy for it is not around us already. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the universe is intentional. It's very cool. It is very cool. Uh, And it's fun how you can look back and go like, oh, yeah. Well, I've had clients you probably have too who have done that to me like I like people will be like oh I thought you missed the nail on the head with that one and then it happened happened, yeah because it doesn't necessarily happen next week right exactly that's the thing too (laughs) like a lot of times that is where it's like clairvoyance you see a little bit of a vision of the future Mm -hmm. but it's not how people maybe have idealized it in their head right like for me I didn't see myself like okay now I'm just gonna be this like I like being called an energy healer I'm not gonna call myself a life coach but I'm already doing it but, you know, but yeah, like, it's yeah. the same thing. I don't know. Neat. But, yeah, I mean, it does sometimes take take time. Take a minute to come to fruition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the energy's there. <laughs> okay. So, next, we're going to talk about clear aliens. Yes. We think. Is that clear aliens? Yeah, aliens? it's a weird word. I Look it make up. It, I want to make it an alien, but yeah. I, it's probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I always joke that when people ask me, how do you... Do you say this like this or this? I'm like, my mom's from Boston. My dad is from England. My husband's from Norway. Like, do you think I know how to say anything properly? <laughs> what like, what inflection would you like today? <laughs> she's like, I mainly wait for other people to talk and then I agree. <laughs> I'm like, yep, that sounds right. Because that's not what I was going to say. Yeah, words are our thing. We are really good at the things like yoga instructing, yeah. uh, breath work, yeah. energy healing. Words, not our thing. Words, different. Um, well, clear ignorance is clear smelling. Did you say that? You, no, I, I did Oh, okay. I just went on in my tangent about words. Oh. <laughs> makes it interesting, you know? Um, so it's clear smelling, like getting a scent of something and then being able to identify what it is. Yeah. Yeah. This one's a little strange, but I actually have this one and have since I was a child. And I was trying to explain it to Kristen before we started this because she was like, are the smells not really there? Yeah. Well, I was just like... Trying to figure out, I'm like, is it something that's there that's really subtle that only, but you like smell it so much more or is it something that's like totally not there to other people? And that's what I don't know. (laughs) Um, So for me, it comes in like, like if I'm working in my office and somebody walked into the front door of the building we're in and my door shut, I know who walks in because I can smell them. Yeah. And so I say that and I sound like a crazy person, but I don't know how to tell you what each one smells like. Or like I want a description. <laughs> and I hope I smell like roses um, when you smell me. <laughs> Lilies, actually. Um, <laughs> but or or like when somebody has a negative entity or like bad energy attached mm. to them, I smell it as almost like a BO or bad breath smell. Okay. And but I've had to ask other people, which is weird, but like, do you think this person has bad breath or BO? Mm-hmm. And so it sounds like I'm talking crap, but I'm not trying to. Yeah, she's just trying to figure out if yeah. it's real or not. No. And most people, like, so I usually run this by my mom, actually, and she's always like, no, like, they don't. And I'm like, huh, well, then they have 
an attachment. Mm -hmm. Like, so I know that if I perceive somebody smells bad, it's usually because I need to cleanse some sort of attachment and I need to not say to them that they need to shower because it's probably not it. <laughs> they probably aren't smelly. They're yeah. I like, just cut clean. Well, learning to separate that has been very strange. Or like I can smell, like I think we've all smelled somebody once they're already sick or know what a hospital smells like. Yeah. I can usually smell somebody a few days before they get sick and I identify that they're getting get, sick. That they're getting sick, yeah. Because like when when we all, when COVID went through our house, when I knew when Ozzy got it, because everybody had it except him and I. And then I was like, I went down and I gave him a hug and I was like, oh, you have, oh. you have it now. And it wasn't like he smelled terrible, but no. he just smelled different than he normally does. And I think the people that you know their smells, you can right. smell it. Um, and that's probably like a very, very, very subtle form of that. But yeah, well, and I will say I was telling Kristen this too. Since I've had COVID actually, I feel like that uh, it broke it. antenna is off. <laughs> So I'm less. So don't come ask me to smell you right now. It's not, it's not working. <laughs> you got to give her some months. Yeah. <laughs> like right now, I can still smell very light things, but like I can my no, my senses are not what they were, smell wise. But come in for other types of readings, not your smell reading. <laughs> Which you are, probably didn't know she could do that till now anyway. Yeah, I, that's not one I talk about often because I don't want to tell people like they're like, oh, do I have an attachment? I'm like, yeah, you smell like shit. Yeah. Like I don't say it out loud. It's just something I kind of keep to myself. Um, because I know it's weird. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if the small one is a weird one. But if you're somebody who is, like, people smell strong to you, it might be... A gift that's there yes. that you haven't recognized. So start playing with it. Like, see, like, what you can identify. I also, like, I smell when people are pregnant. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of times it's weird for me because not only can I see it in their aura now... But I can smell it. And sometimes, like, I have to ask myself, like, oh, my God, am I going to have to tell her? Like, does she know? Was she trying? Like, <laughs> is she okay with this? Because um, so even that one, I usually try to keep to myself, like, yeah. in case people, I don't know, don't want to know. And you know what? I've had people do this. And I actually think it's crappy of you guys. And so I'm going to say it. I've had clients be pregnant, know they're pregnant, and then, like, try to come in and trick me to see if I'll say it. And most of the time, I don't want to say it because I don't know if you know yet. And I don't want to be the one to tell you it's rude. <laughs> so if you know you're pregnant and you come in, just tell me you're pregnant because I already know and I'm too scared to tell you. Yeah. She's not, you're not tricking her and she's not going to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to be uncomfortable for the next three weeks until you post an announcement on your Instagram. <laughs> and, then, and then message you like, yeah, I knew you were trying to test me. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah. So, uh, smells. Practice smelling. Practice smelling. Use use your nose. <laughs> <laughs> See what's there. Um, the next one, which I think actually everybody can resonate with this one. Yes. So we're going to walk you through an exercise with it, actually. Yeah. Um, See what it's called? Because I don't. You know, I know. I was hoping like if I started talking, you would take it over. <laughs> I looked and then I wanted to look away. Okay. So it it's Claire Gustin's, like gust? Yeah. I'm going to guess. Like a gust of wind. Yeah. yeah. Claire Gustin's, but it's what it means is clear taste. So... This one, I mean, first of all, just think about when you get your favorite meal in front of you that you know what it tastes like and you can like start, you're like, ooh, I can already taste it. Or somebody tells you about something that was delicious. You're like, mm, I can almost taste it. Like that is, that is this. But we are going to walk you through this little exercise. So if you're not driving a car right now, if you are, don't close your eyes. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. It'll so, still work if your eyes are open. Yeah. Sometimes it's nice though. It's true. <laughs> so if you're not driving, close your eyes. But we're going to take you through this exercise. It's, um, it's kind of like a lemon test, right, yeah, is what yeah. we'll call it. So I want you to imagine that you're standing in your kitchen and that there is a basket of lemons in front of you. And you're going to reach out 
to grab this lemon and I want you to feel what it feels like. Notice the texture, any points or maybe deformities on it. Then pull it up towards your nose, smell the outside of the lemon. Can you smell anything yet? Then you're gonna put it down on the cutting board that is magically in front of you. And you're gonna grab the knife that's also magically in front of you. And you're gonna slice into this lemon. So once you slice into the lemon, notice if there's any droplets of lemon juice that come out. See if you can smell as soon as you cut through the scent of the lemon. And then notice now, like, are you salivating? Can you tell that it's gonna be sour? Maybe you wanna squeeze it in some water. And then take another small slice and you're gonna pull the lemon, the wedge of lemon up to your nose, smell it again. And then finally you're gonna put it to your lips and you're gonna take a bite and squeeze the juice into your mouth. And then notice how it tastes. Good. Then you can open your eyes. The, the squeezing the juice was the. <laughs> oh, it really does work. Like I have, like I'm salivating. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So hopefully, going through that, you can taste the lemon. You could smell, taste. Maybe it was the feeling of it. So that kind of goes through a lot of these things. Yeah. You could picture it. Yes. Picture it. There you go. So you had your image. You had your feeling. You had that. Maybe you heard the knife go through. I didn't really cue that one, but maybe you heard it on your own. Um, and then the taste. Yeah. So doing that one is really great practice just to tune into kind of all those like guided meditations are great to tapping in because they encourage you to visualize. They encourage you to hear what's around you. Um, and then to also feel, you know, maybe smell like if you're walking, like a lot of meditations that I do with people are like walking through like a path, Mm -hmm. but then it's like take in everything around. And so when you work on all those senses, you enhance your intuitive ability in each one. Yes. Yeah. So not just this, do any sort of guided meditation and notice what's coming up. Yeah. Try it like, and try to create space for all of them. If they're like, you know, picture your path, what color is your path? That's going to help your vision. Mm -hmm. They're like, look around, like see what you hear. If you hear birds chirping, like, you know, if you feel the sense of ease, like you're really tuning into every single one. And I'm going to talk about this because I feel like I used to block myself because I would worry that I was doing it wrong. Right? So if you're going through a meditation and you're like, I don't see the path, well then start noticing if you can feel the path under your feet or hear the birds or like what it is that's coming up for you. And you're not doing it wrong if you don't see exactly everything that the person is guiding it's you there. through. Yeah. Or like if you tune it out, as long as you can come back in and out, like, yeah, it's okay. It's I think okay. that's part of our misconception. Like, we all need a permission. I don't know where in our culture or society that we got this way, but so many people are blocked with needing permission. Like, was that right? Is that okay? Right. Yeah. Did I do it? Did I? Do, or like, I'm not doing it right. I know I'm not doing it right, so I can't do it. I can't do this. And then yeah. you're stuck in that Self-doubt cycle. just blocks everything. And it's it's really crippling. It is. <laughs> Us as a whole and our intuitive ability. Yeah. And it's so freeing when you just kind of let yourself go and not worry about if the person who's guiding you or if you're in a group, is everybody seeing this? Do I see this? And I think that it, that's very common. Yeah. Like, but it's all of intuition is trust, trusting yourself, yeah. trusting your guides, trusting your breath, trusting your visions. Like, 
yeah, like trusting that the things that are coming up, you are actually feeling them, seeing them, smelling them, whatever it is. Like you've got this. Right. I mean, think about that. Like my clear smelling, if <laughs> nobody else could smell it and I didn't believe it was a thing, I wouldn't be able to utilize it in the way that I totally. do. Totally. So let's let that be an example for you. The last one, but then I actually want to go back with more examples or exercises for the ones we've talked about. Perfect. They're in my head right now. Okay. But the last one is clairtangency. Yeah. Like tangible. That makes yeah. sense. That that's clairtangents. Clairtangents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So yes, this is tangible. So this is about touch. It's yep. your clear touch. So if you have come to an energy healing session or even to our yoga and wine in the park and we've done some chakra balancing with you, when we touch you, that's this. Yeah. So like when we touch you and we're like, okay, it feels like, you know, you have this deep seated thing with your dad and your root chakra, excuse me. Um, that is me touching you and then being able to tune into what's in your energy field right. and what you're feeling. Yeah. And like, this is a fun one to practice. Like go around and touch touch your family. <laughs> well, like, yeah, with permission, but like, yeah, yeah, like if you have on. a spouse, a child, a close friend, ask them if you can touch them and read them and like, you know, generally go to where their chakras are and see what you feel from it. Yeah. And then ask them like, have you been like, if you get, okay, well, this is the way to do it. Touch them. And let's say you get a vision, a feeling, a smell, you hear something. Yeah. Then ask them if it's valid. Like, ask them if, if that's been going on. Yes. Remove the self-doubt. I was telling Kristen that sometimes when I touch somebody, all of a sudden I'll have a vision of a time I had a fight, like, with my mom, for example. And I'll be thinking about this fight with my mom, and then I'll ask the person, like, have you been having a problem with your mom? And they are, but I always, I guess my brain works to, like, okay, I see it as an experience I've had to understand their experience. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that that's important to note because uh, I was saying, too, like, when I first started you know, doing this and I would touch somebody and I'm like, Oh, I'm really feeling. Cause I tend to like, before I know exactly what it is, like I'll fully feel it in my body. And then I'm like, wait, am I feeling like I need to go to their heart chakra? Cause I'm feeling something in my heart chakra. Like, am I having a sad day? And I'm like, no, you weren't having a sad day. <laughs> like this is theirs, not yours. Yeah. But it's, it's easy to, to doubt yourself, but just knowing yeah. how it comes up. Is, well, the more you practice with somebody you trust, that's safe and the more you're going to get validation the less you're going to doubt yourself over and over again absolutely and for like honestly if you touch somebody and you're like oh my gosh it feels like you're going through something and they say no okay the penalty for that is not death keep going (laughs) keep going like it's okay i've had people tell me no and then come back later and be like i thought about it and yeah i was actually having that i just didn't yeah i think that that's also very common because we try to push things down so a lot of times when i do i say like oh this and they're like well yeah maybe I don't know and then they'll come back and say yeah so uh, when you said this and then we're like what I yeah <laughs> I don't remember what are you talking about but the key with that is like you know that look, get your ego out of the way you don't need to argue with them about it or be like I <laughs> yeah. know you feel this yes like, yes that's it, not great <laughs> yeah it doesn't like don't if they're not ready for it they will like you know plant the seed and it might grow later yeah like it's the same thing about that time thing right like just because somebody's telling you something it doesn't mean it's right at this moment it's an energy that we're feeling that is somewhere there yeah. in your life and can come up so for yeah any of these to practice like one of my favorite practices to do is to like say a name so like with Kristen right now we're going to we're going to do a play practice okay. but i'm going to say a name of somebody you don't know i don't mm-hmm. think you know them okay and you're going to feel you're going to close your eyes you're going to ask your higher self to remove your conscious brain you're going to ask your guides to help you. 
and I'm going to say somebody's name, and you're going to try to describe any part of their essence that you feel, see, hear, okay. smell. Okay, now I'm panicking. Who yeah, don't like, you know? Like, I didn't know we were doing this. I'm not ready. I'm just kidding. Such a good start. Okay, I want to do somebody that like I feel comfortable with, I feel safe with, and I know that they listen to this and it'll be okay. Okay. I think. Well, let's actually, because I've already said her name today, so it's like if I'm going to be in trouble, at least it's one person. Casey Arnold. Casey Arnold. Okay, I mean, what I'm, I'm getting like warmth, and for some reason, I, I don't know, the word tan is coming up. Like, is she, is she, on, is she very tan? Or is she she's going? extremely tan, <laughs> annoyingly, and she tans so easy. She's got this like beautiful olive Italian yeah, skin. Yeah, that's what I was picturing. Yes, <laughs> maybe because I'm very, very pale, <laughs> and like I just feel like she's tan. So tan, and it's so nice. Every time we get a spray tan, I'm like, how come I don't look like that? Like, she's already tan, but if she gets a spray tan, it's just like that enhanced, I don't know, goddess glow. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I think the warmth, she literally just got a puppy. Oh, okay. And so I think you're feeling yeah, some of that. Yeah, there was like a lot of like love and warmth that was happening. I also love her, so I feel like that could come through. Yes. Um, okay, see, so like you could do this with your friends or when your friend's telling you a story about somebody maybe they work with that you don't know. Mm-hmm. See if you can feel into that person's essence and then ask your friend like, oh, Jan from work, does she have like, I don't know, brunette hair to her shoulder? Like whatever it is you feel. And you'll see, you can probably feel in or picture more than you thought. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just, and it's also like taking away that doubt because even still, like we're doing this, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> this is what I feel, I guess. Do you want to do it's, one? It's like trusting that. But it is. It's hard. Do you want to do one? Um, yeah. You want to put me on the spot? Okay. I'm gonna get it wrong on purpose. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, now I gotta think of somebody. Okay. I don't know why this person's coming up. I haven't seen them in a while. But her name is Jenna, and her maiden name is Benelli. I feel dark hair, very thin shoulders, mm-hmm. and she likes to run. I don't know. She's very athletic. Okay. <laughs> I haven't actually seen her in a minute, so it was funny that I oh. came to her, but she does have dark hair. Okay. Well. And she used to ride horses, which I did too, but she lives on the East Coast. Oh. And But yeah, she's like, she does have smaller shoulders and like, yeah. Okay, neat. That was cool. Thanks. <laughs> Good job. Thanks. So you just picture it. But, like, any of you guys can do this. Yeah. Right? Or, like, we worked with people where we would, uh, like, draw four shapes on a paper mm-hmm. and then pick one and have the person try to envision which shape we're holding. Yeah, that's a fun one, too. Like, you know, just practice with these things and see how you feel. And you'll realize you probably have a combination of all of these things. Like, most people don't just have one. one. And I think that's really important to note because I think we as humans try to like put ourselves in a certain box like well I'm this so this is what I have but like no you probably have a little this little that this right. might be stronger today and this one might be stronger next, the next week day. yeah like and you might start with one but then that unlocks yes. the other ones yes. once you trust that one yeah I think that is a huge thing like as soon as you're like oh okay I can relate to that then the other things start coming in and coming up and I've seen this so much like people don't believe that it'll happen to them but like with my clients when they start like when first of all again everybody needs permission once you tell them they're intuitive as if they didn't know before they got there but you give them permission to accept (laughs) that they are um then they go home and like let's say that they were um 
the clear feeling, like they know that they're an empath. Then they come back and they're like, all of a sudden I'm having these dreams and I'm having these visions and yes. I've seen this. And it's like, yes, we just got you to trust one. And right. now it opens up this whole world. But I also think people don't feel safe because they're like, well, how do I tell somebody that? Like they right. feel like it's yeah. weird or taboo. Yeah. So I do have to give them grace when they're coming and telling me it's just because I'm the only person they feel safe <laughs> talking like, to it right. about. Like, right. That they can, they don't want to tell their boss at work. Yeah, <laughs> I could tell you were having a bad day. I felt it. Yeah, <laughs> I knew we were under budget. <laughs> yeah. So um, these did you have any other activities you wanted to run? I don't know. I feel today? like those ones were good. I'm trying to think. No, no. I guess okay. like I touching people, cut you off. seeing, hearing, feeling, hearing names, and like trying to get a vibe from yes. that. Like feel. The important thing to do is to take a deep breath and let go of your preconceived like thoughts. Because I think a yeah. lot of us would be like, if I say the name Jan, it'd be like, well, I know a girl named Jan and this is what she looks like. Well, no, every Jan doesn't look the same. Yeah. So like, let go, like allow every moment to be new. Like yeah. let go of your memory and what you remember about certain things. Mm-hmm. And that's going to un- like open you up to your intuition because our conscious brain acts out of, our ego is always trying to protect us. So if right. we knew somebody named Jan and this is what she was, it's easy to be like, okay, well, all Jans are like that. Yeah. Well, and that's like where that prayer comes in. I think like giving yourself a second to breathe and pray to remove conscious brain or like pray to like let yourself come. It It's also that it just opens it up a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I And this works for, sorry, I'm still talking, but <laughs> channeling. A lot of times when I channel that, like, so when I'm being a medium for people and I'm talking to somebody who's passed away. When I start to feel the person, it's pictures that they usually show me first. Mm -hmm. But then a lot of times I'll feel it like all of a sudden I'm feeling something in my own hands. And it's like, oh, they had like arthritis or like there's something there. So it's Mm -hmm. not always like this. I don't know. Like I'm seeing like it'll be a feeling in a part of my body. It's not like they're like, hey, Brooke, tell them this. Sometimes it's it's strange that that it can be very different. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. I'll hear them. Mm -hmm. I always see them. And then it's like pictures. Like somebody will show me like a picture of a Coke and then I'll say, she's showing me Coke. And then somebody has to tell me like oh, that's what it means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like not always as clear as you think. It, but it's yeah. funny because I've had people start out showing me images and then like I'll start to explain what I see or what it is and then they'll start yelling at me like, no, that's not what it is. And I'm like, well, why don't you start with the talking? Like, why are you showing <laughs> yeah. me pictures? Like, this kind of, seems like your fault to me, but okay. <laughs> You're, you were trying to be all elusive with these pictures and now you're going to tell me exactly what it is? Like I've literally had people I've shared be like, no, I didn't say it like that. You need to say it like this. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're very picky for somebody who wanted to give me signs. <laughs> so yeah, it's fun. Have fun with it. <laughs> Yeah. So with this, I I don't think we really need journaling. I think it's more about practicing and trusting yourself. The more practice, it's a muscle. Intuition is just like weightlifting. The more you use it, the more you trust it, the better it's going to get. It's so true. So just know that you have this, know that there are these, those little things that have been pulling at you that you're like, Oh, I think maybe if you're listening and you resonate with one, like try out some things, play around with it and trust yourself. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's the key. Exactly. That's it. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being here with us today. And hopefully we'll see you Saturday for Sip and Stretch and maybe on our retreat. And we have more retreats to come. So please get excited. Please join us. Yes. They're going to be awesome. Have a beautiful week. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Balance Chaos Podcast. We're so happy to have you here with us each week. Please help us out by subscribing to the show, sharing with friends, and leaving us reviews. 
You can also follow us on Instagram. We can communicate with you there. Our Instagram handle is at balancechaoslv. Reach out and we'll write back. Bye. 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 Bye.